Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello, I'm Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, LaCharles, can you open us up in prayer? Yes. Lord, I just thank you for today, Lord. I just thank you for your unending grace and mercy to us, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you for giving us the faith that we needed to go about our day, Lord, and accomplish what you have for us, Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord, I also just thank you for providing everything we need during the day, whether it's knowledge or financial means lord that you just give us everything and not expect us to scramble around for it lord mm-hmm. and that you give us enough that we can get the job done and over enough enough to have some left over mm-hmm. in Jesus' name amen 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 <clears throat> we definitely welcome the holy spirit uh-huh. in this place lord. today amen. amen so Good morning and welcome, everybody. We are continuing our morning Bible study, and we are in chapter four. And moving on to the next section, section, excuse me, of scripture. So can I get a volunteer to read verses seventeen through the end of the chapter, please? I will. All right, promise. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations, in the presence of him whom, whom, whom he believed. God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things that which do not exist as though they did, mm-hmm. who contrary to hope and hope believed, so that I became the father of many nations, according to what, according to what was spoken. So shall your so shall your descendants be, and not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old, in the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strength, strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, and he was also able to perform. Amen. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now, it was not granted for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Amen is right. Hallelujah. And with that, I want to open the floor <laughs> to everybody because there's a lot in here. and I know the Holy Spirit is speaking to everybody and I want to give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit's ministering to you and of course if you have any questions please ask them all right that's how we all learn and we all grow so who would like to begin i do all right layla um the beginning of verse 19 really caught my attention where, where, where paul was talking about abraham and he said and not being weak in faith and it just um 
caused me to consider that we have been talking about Abraham and the things that God was asking him to do to establish the covenant between both him and him as in God and Abraham and how he as in God asked Abraham to like offer up his son Isaac on the altar although he didn't actually commit the act but just being willing to um do whatever it was that God had asked him to do and how we look at Abraham and he didn't look and say that what God had asked him to do was too hard being weak in faith he didn't fall over on into the dust and start crying because he said oh Lord now you're gonna take my only child from me which Mm-hmm. wasn't his only child but the mm-hmm. son of promise but mm-hmm. he's but he had faith he said well if he can raise up he can raise up isaac from the dead if that if that's his choice if he wants me to do this here i believe that he will raise him up again afterwards and he um it wasn't a hesitation in his mind at all or a doubt that god could do this for him and so it was um encouraging to read it so that for me um that I wanted was a reminder not to be weak in faith. Don't um, look at what God asked me to do and go, oh, oh, Lord, it's too hard. You're asking for too much and become tired, if you will, of doing the good things that God has asked me to do, to become exasperated doing it. Like you said, Mommy, don't get tired of doing good and doing what God asked you to do because at the end of the road is his well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's what we should all be looking for. And just being able to have full faith and confidence in God that whatever he said he could he would do, he was he's going to do it. And mm-hmm. it's not going to be a half done job what like what humans may do with each other, mm-hmm. but it's going to be the best of the best, the cream of the crop, if you will. Amen. And it's just kind of encouraging to hear that. Amen. Yeah. Faith is the door. Faith in Jesus Christ is the door. Right. Jesus is the way, yes. the truth and the life. And those that come to God have to come through Jesus Christ, but they also have to believe that he is and that he is God and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Faith is the door. Faith in Jesus Christ is the way. Open it. Come on in. That's Hebrews eleven six. Amen to that. So, um, And specifically, the, the he is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Mm-hmm. And so we know if we're seeking him, we have to come through the, jo- the door of Jesus Christ because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except through him. So mm-hmm. it is faith in Jesus Christ. I mean, you can put your faith in Buddha or the man in the moon or the praying in your finances, in the window, in your spouse, in your kids, in your status, in your whatever it is. I mean, you could put your faith in any number of things, but it doesn't produce anything. But it's faith in Jesus Christ that comes with reward. So you got to be specific, right? Yes. Abraham believed God. And um, I believe Hebrews talks about the gospel being preached beforehand mm-hmm. to him because God knew that he was going to justify the Gentiles through the faith that Abraham displayed. So he preached the gospel to him. And Abraham said, Okay, God. Yes, Lord, I will. I believe you. Let's let's go get it done. And if you said it, God, you can do it. Um, and like you said, verse 19, Layla, not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead. So he didn't start looking around at all the reasons why God could be wrong. Like why God, what was what God was saying to him couldn't possibly happen. But he started looking for, well, God, you did this. God, you did that. God, I thank you. He glorified God. And that strengthened his faith. And so we can see 
this is our encouragement. Like you said, there's nothing too hard that God, there's nothing that God should ever ask us for that we go, no, no, Lord, you cro- there's a line and you just <laughs> crossed it. There's, there's no such thing between God and I. And I'm not talking about demonic influence and the Lord told me to, ki- I'm not talking about that, Mm-mm. that nonsense. And I rebuke that in the name of Jesus Amen. in no way, shape or form. But I'm talking about the true and living God. When he speaks to us, there should be nothing in our life that we withhold from him. And when he comes to us, we should be like ready to believe him and positioning ourselves that we are worthy of the calling, that there's nothing that we love more than we love God. There's no person, no place, no thing, no situation, no status that we love more than we love God. And we're ever ready to yield to him and let him do and be just who he said he is in our lives. So that that encouragement that Abraham was hard tested. And so after the circumcision, then God asked him for his son and the, the son that he had waited for, he could have said, now God, you, that's just too much. You made me believe you for this and then cut my skin off. I've, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've endured. I've, I sent my other son away. I've done all these things. And now you're asking me for this too. He could have become exasperated with God. He could have become indignant, or, or Jesus says, blessed are those who are not offended because of me. He could have gotten offended with God. That you're just, you're just doing too much, Lord. You give me something, you take it away. But that's not who our God is. He didn't accuse the Lord. But instead, he said, okay, God, you did all this. I know that you're a good God. You are a God who blesses and doesn't curse. You're a God who is good and faithful. So if you're asking me to do this, there's nothing impossible. You've got the answer. So let's go. Let's roll with it. And then even when he was in that position, he didn't, when the Lord spoke to him and said, Abraham, okay, stop. He didn't go, no, no, Lord, I'm doing this for you. And go ahead and plunge the, 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 the dagger in there. And no, no, Lord, I'm doing this for you. Shh, be quiet over there. I'm sacrificing for you. He didn't just speed off and leave the Lord. He stayed right with them and looked up and saw the ram in the bush. Now, and I'm talking about myself. You know, there's many times the Lord's like, Kamisha, we're going. And I've jumped in the car and, you know, all, all but proverbially snatched a shirt off in the door as I drove away and he's standing on the curb. And I'm like, I heard you, Lord. I know what you want. And left him. And then I had to learn, like, don't do that. Stay with him step by step. Believe God every step of the way. Don't pull your hand out of his. Don't think you've got it. You need him. Trust him. Walk with him. And ab- abide, 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 abide. Not temporarily. Not stop by for a visit. Dean, do you have something? Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> well, Surprise, you know. <laughs> Dean has something to say. Wow. <laughs> Crazy idea. <laughs> I'm so often at a loss for words, you know. I just say, you know, so out of character for me to Well, we welcome to it, say. brother. <laughs> so, um, you know, as you're talking about 19, I'm, I'm listening to you talking about verse 19 here, and I'm like, wow, you know, Abraham really was, you know, just this marvel of faith. And it, and it made me jump right over to, Hebrews 11, and we think Amen. about all the, all, the, all the displays and all the champions of faith mm-hmm. as we talk about mm-hmm. it. And there's, um, I, I can't, can't bring it to mind right now, but there's a, there's a Christian song that talks about that where somebody's like, you know, wanting to emulate David and wanting to emulate Daniel and wanting to emulate Abraham, you know, like if I just had that faith like mm-hmm. that, right? Like it's, something, like it's something to aspire to almost to the point where it's like it's a destination, Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought it was interesting, so I jumped over to um, Hebrews eight. 
uh, Hebrews 11, I'm sorry, 8, um, and just about Abraham. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called out to the place that he was to receive an inheritance. As he went out, no, not knowing where he was going, by faith, he went to live in the land and then have Isaac and Jacob and heirs with him, for he was looking forward to the city that has foundations yeah, um, whose designer and builder is God. So they talk about faith three times in relationship to Abraham there. Amen. We go back over to back to Romans in, in 19. Um, you know, he did not weaken in faith when mm-hmm. he considered his body, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't just believe it in faith. He didn't go backwards at all in it. He didn't weaken in faith. And, of course, in the natural, he had every reason to believe so. Mm-hmm. But it was two things I saw as you consider all that and you jump over into 20 of uh, Romans here. It says, um, no unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, mm-hmm. but he grew strong in faith. He Amen. grew in his faith. So Amen. when we look at Hebrews and we consider this, it's not a destination of our faith. There is no, no point of our faith that it's static. It should grow. Mm-hmm. And then in that, I think this is like God showing us a little key there because he says, and he grew in faith as he gave glory to God. Amen. So that's the glory key to, to it. God. Hallelujah. Right? Give glory mm-hmm. to God. That's glory how we grow God. in our faith. Amen. And that our faith is something that should we should expect to always continue to grow and develop. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Glory that's, to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and isn't that wonderful that we get that? We're not limited by a faith that was only as big as Abraham's. We have a we have Amen. opportunity for faith mm-hmm. much greater than that. Amen. So these are just examples of little things, really, in the Amen. scope. Because what, what does Jesus say, right? If you had but just the faith of a mustard seed, you could mm-hmm. say this mountain and be gone. <laughs> and he wasn't. That wasn't hyperbole. No. No. Amen. In fact, I even read a, read a book one time that was talking about. It was not a. It was a, it was a secular book, but it was just an interesting thing to consider. They believed that when Jesus was teaching that. Mm-hmm. They were actually in an area where Herod's palace was. Mm-hmm. And Herod had a waterfront view mm-hmm. for the sake of a mountain that was there. And it's apparently somewhere in history it's written that he had the mountain moved. He actually had laborers cut the top of a mountain off and carry it away because it obstructed his view. Mm-hmm. So although it was by man's might in that, it still was a great example as Jesus was teaching that don't limit yourself to what can be overcome. Mm-hmm. And and I believe he says, have faith in God or have God's kind of faith. We don't, I mean, Abraham's faith is nice, but he was banking off of what God provided. So the God kind of faith is what we're striving for. And that's the faith that calls those things that be not as though they were, which is what Abraham stepped into. It wasn't Abraham's faith. It was God's faith that he was using. Abraham's faith gave his wife away. Twice. Right. And we talked about how. <laughs> Just like our natural faith. And we, and we talked about how we're not, we're not limited to just a, the little bit of what he has. That's right? right. That's right. And so as I talked about how we, um, we can view ourselves by esteeming others mm-hmm. um, to having something that we can't have. But yet he's saying, this is how you do it. Give glory to God. <laughs> exactly. So everybody can give glory to God. So we're not limited in the growth of our faith That's as right. if it's some special talent or something That's that right. only a few have or somebody's exactly. given it by birth or anything. Exactly. All we have to do to have it is to give glory to God. Amen. Amen. I love how you brought up Hebrews 11. And actually, both yourself, Dean, and Layla brought up this great point, right? And it was about believing the Lord for something that had not been that had not happened or been seen, right? 
And if you go down through Hebrews 11, right, of course, it, verse 1 defines faith. It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, right? Ver, uh, that's how the elders obtain a good testimony. By faith, we understand the worlds were framed, as verse 3, by the word of God. So the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And verse 6, right, without faith, it's impossible to please him, for he, come, he who comes to God must believe he is, and he's a reward of those who diligently seek him. But it mentions all these people, right? Abel, Enoch, Noah, and then, of course, Abraham, right? And, and then Sarah. But all those people, right? If you look at it, what is Abel's uh, offered a more excellent sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't look at his limitations of what he was offering. He just believed the Lord, hey, I'm giving you my best, and I know you, you've got it. You will accept it. You'll take care of it, the sacrifice, and me, right, in there. Enoch's the same way. Who, you know, gets taken up in a whirlwind with the exception of Enoch and Elijah, something that had never clearly happened before, mm-hmm. right? Noah. Noah was building an ark for 100, 120 years, something that no one had ever seen. And no one had ever seen rain either. Exactly. But so you talk about faith and, and building it up like a muscle, right? Like you see that in all these things. They had never seen these things, but yet they trusted the Lord and they moved forward to what he said, right? And it says the same, or Abraham, same thing. And I want to bring it here hand for a couple of reasons. One, because, of course, that's what we're talking about, right? That's what, and by we, I mean the apostle Paul is describing and writing to the Jews, mm-hmm. the Hebrews, and the Gentiles, of course. But he's saying, don't say to yourself, you're, you're sons of Abraham, right? Like, understand this. And I think the key in there is, especially, and we covered this with John the Baptist and in the Gospels, right? John the Baptist, a couple times. It's, it's almost said like, we've arrived. We're sons of Abraham. We've arrived. We have nothing else to do. But here, we're talking about, and this is in Hebrews 11, 8 through 10, right? He was still searching. But he's the father, right? And, and not Heavenly Father, right? But as far as in the land of the living, Abraham, he, the Lord is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. Those are the three that are mentioned. He being the patriarch, Abraham, that is, mm-hmm. which he never approached it as if he'd arrived, mm-hmm. right? He's, he was searching mm-hmm. for the city whose foundation and whose builder and maker is God, right? And, and then uh, I love verse 13 of Hebrews 11. They all died in faith. All these died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them far off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Again, not that they had arrived. And of course, the Lord was moving and doing mighty things in and through them, things that had never been seen on the earth. Right? And then, you, know, you brought up 20, but also in uh, Hebrews eleven seventeen, right? Abraham was tested. Right? He offered up Isaac and in verse 18, of which was said, in Isaac, your seed shall be called. Mm-hmm. He just maintained his faith in the Lord. And I love that because the Lord says about gifts and about faith, right? And it's Ephesians 4, right? Each one of us is given according to the measure of Christ's gift. 
how are you going to use these gifts if you don't have faith? How will that happen? How will you know that you've received them if you don't have faith? And you brought this up. Have you had faith the size of a mustard seed? Say to this mountain, be thou removed, and it will be cast into the sea. Now, I love how the example you brought up. I want to pose a question. Is everyone familiar with what happened at Masada? Under the Maccabees. There's a little oh, no. Bible history. No. Right? Yes and no. Okay. So the Romans got to Masada by literally building a mountain. Oh. They got up there, and of course, everyone had already perished. Killed themselves. Okay. But, but it happened. And what did Jesus say? If you say, if you have the faith, or like, let's look at that in our own lives. I'm sure no one had ever seen that. It, like from a spiritual, like just the power of the Lord moving. But he, 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 the Lord, Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, stated that and as he does with everything else. He gives seed to the sower long before we even know we have need of it. Mm-hmm. How many, you know, whatever, years, decades, did, he, did Christ say that before that event happened? And there's two things that he compares um, to a mustard seed. One is faith. Right? And the second is the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And that's in Matthew 17, 20. Right? Um, he was talking about, you know, because you have so little faith. If I, I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say this mountain, move from here to there, it will be, it'll move. And the other one is in Matthew 13, 31. Oh, I just lost my place. Okay. Um... Forgive me. It's okay, honey. Take your time. Um, Did you say Matthew thirteen thirty one? I believe it's thirteen thirty one. Yes. Put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a man planted in his field. This is faith. He just said that's how you receive it. Right? That's yes. exactly how you receive it. Salvation. But all the blessings and promises and miracles and everything the Lord has for you is all received by and through faith. Amen. Anyone else have anything they want to mean led to share or discuss? Um, I just wanted to reference uh, the scripture we were. I was. I had mentioned it before. It's Galatians three about God preaching the gospel to Abraham. Mm-hmm. It's Galatians 3, and I think it's verse 8. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the, the heathen, or this is the um, New King James, I mean the King James Version, through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In these shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Mm-hmm. So just given that scripture there. And um, we, have, we have scoured the faith. <laughs> We've been, been looking at that, um, the faith uh, chapters in the Bible that are encouraging. Um, Mark 11 is a good, good faith chapter as well, which references um, 
um, some of what you were saying, Dean. And there's multiple times where he said, you'll say to the sycamine tree, be plucked up by the root and be cast into the mm-hmm. sea and say to the mountain, be removed and all of those things. So that's good. That's good reading. That's good reading to catch up on and encourage yourself um, in faith because it's important. You know, David had to encourage himself when he was running from cave to cave. Sometimes things are hard. Sometimes they are difficult. Sometimes they look nothing like what God promised you, which, you know, we've we've already stated that Abraham faced multiple times, but he didn't become discouraged by looking at what his eyes saw. Instead, he stirred himself up and recounted what God had done for him, the previous victories that God had brought him through. That's what it means to give glory to God. Mm-hmm. You see how when the children of Israel eventually came out of Egypt, he would remind them of what he did for them. Exactly. So that they could get stirred up and go, that's right. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the God that brought us out of Egypt. He is the God that delivered us from our adversaries. He is the God who divided the Red Sea and we walked across on dry land. He, God told them that to teach them how to glorify mm-hmm. him. How do, you, how do you work this process? And that's exactly what Abraham did. And it's exactly what David did in the Psalms. Mm -hmm. Take a read through there that it is incredible. Like David constantly is saying, this is what you did for Israel. Mm -hmm. This is what you did in my life, right? So Mm -hmm. regardless of what my eyes see or my ears hear, Mm -hmm. I know this. Yeah, that's right. He delivered the Mm -hmm. lion into my hands and the bear, and he's going to deliver you, O Philistine. Exactly. At every turn. And it echoes Mm -hmm. what Christ said, right? Uh, Mark 9, 23. If you can. All things are possible to him who believes. But then you brought up this this point earlier, honey, which I, I love. What is your faith in? Because right? you can put your faith in a number of things. We're told very specifically, Mark eleven twenty two, have faith in God, Jesus mm-hmm. said to them. Mm-hmm. Or depending on the translation, I might say, have the faith of God. The God kind of faith. Exactly. Amen. The faith that calls those things that be not as though they were. Which in the you beginning, see in Hebrews 11. Right, but you see that in Genesis 1. And everywhere, throughout we Scripture. We see that the earth was... Without form or void. Without form and without void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. He didn't go, ooh, it's dark. <laughs> dark, 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 dark. He, that's not what he said. He said, light be. When Abraham was being spoken to, when God was declaring the promises, he said, this is who you are, be. And Abraham said, okay, this is who I am. I will be. I agree with you, God. Not a, not a person who calls it like it is. And I'm, I'm certainly borrowing that from my, my, my grandparents in the faith. Don't call it like it is, but say what God has said about it. God said, Abraham, you're a father of me of many nations. Abraham said, yes, sir, I'm a father of many nations. And my wife, you said that she's a, a mother of many nations. Okay, God, I call her the same thing. He didn't say something different. He didn't say something contrary. He didn't go, Lord, she sure is old and trivially. And she's never, <laughs> and she's never had any babies. He didn't go in there and she's got a bad attitude and she doesn't believe anything, God. I mean, because Sarah laughed when she heard God talking about that and (laughs) and that's evident through isaac's name (laughs) like it it was a reminder Mm -hmm. like of her lack of faith right which was temporary she corrected herself she absolutely corrected herself but it was a reminder like man every day she has this child you know after of course Mm -hmm. she gives birth conceives and gives birth and every day she's she's reminded and just the name alone was like 
oh yeah, I didn't have faith. And not to beat her down, but to All remind, right. like, I can trust God because I'm looking at this child who's running and moving and talking and, mm-hmm. and, and growing and maturing mm-hmm. in the things of God, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Well, flip it over, right? Yep. So it, didn't she, had, she didn't get reminded of it in that. She had opportunity to rejoice in God in it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And continued to remind her of the wonderful miracle he'd given her. That's right. And you always have to look to the positive side of it. Not, right? right. In spite of her lack of faith. Yeah, yeah. Initially. It's a constant, thank you, Lord. Thank <laughs> exactly. You, Lord. Oh, again. And then now I'm, I can laugh and I'm, I can laugh openly. That's and it. laugh in the joy that you, when we get that overwhelming, mm-hmm. God just, we just laugh because like God's Amen. just so, we don't, we don't have any response to it, right? We either fall prostrate on our faith and start bawling like a baby and hope we don't get sm- smoked <laughs> by the hand of the Lord, right? Or we just get overwhelmed almost with laughter just like because this joy is just so bubbling up inside of us. We, we have no physical means to express a level mm-hmm. of joy of that and i think that's what she got to enjoy Amen. she did time. she did and i absolutely agree with you and and that's a beautiful thing god didn't accuse her and he didn't bonk her in the head and point out you remember you didn't believe me now look at that baby now he's he reminded her to laugh laughter is a gift from the lord mm-hmm. to Amen. praise his name and glorify him and remember that what he promised he's also able to perform which is um the rest of what we were looking at in romans chapter four Amen. Amen. That's verse 21. Being fully convinced that what he promised, he was also able to perform. He can do it. Hey, absolutely. God's was got it. and is and always will be able. Amen, Amen to that. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Well, let's pause there for today. So can I get someone to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, I just thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. And for being the one that we can always depend on, God, that whatever work that you start, Lord, that we know that you finish it, God, and that you finish it to completion and in excellence, Lord. Mm -hmm. And we can always have that expectation, God, no matter where we are, Lord, at the highest peak or in the lowest valley, Lord, that you're always there with us, Lord, by our side, walking and teaching and guiding us, Lord. And so... We just magnify and glorify your name today, Lord, and thank Thank you you for your goodness, Lord, that you Mm -hmm. are the God who delivered us, Lord, that you delivered us from the hand of the enemy. And whatever it was that you did in our life, Lord, that you are my God and my Savior, Lord, Lord, my shield and my defender, the horn of my salvation, God, that I can call upon your name, Lord, and that we can all call upon your name, Lord, in our distress, and you are there and you help us, God. So I just thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.